Good morning, Tappers. Good morning, Tappers. I was like, you go first because then you're, when I don't let you go first, like, oh, you run this show now? Oh, this is all about you? (laughs) Patrick loves the reference when you said, oh, it's the Sean show. (laughs) (laughs) But the the context was misstruded because I did all the research for one episode and you're like, okay, it's the Sean show today. You know, that's just what you're saying. Yes, yes. I because I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't have a comment. I don't know. <laughs> well, Meg, I don't know if you got your Balenciennes on today, but today is our Balenciaga special. I did make a couple recent purchases for Balenciaga, and now the best use I have for them are my laptop stand. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, because did you buy them like right before this? Yeah, like literally like two or three weeks ago. About them. I, I feel like you should file a lawsuit. <laughs> uh, yeah. And everyone's commenting on my, my listings because I'm trying to sell them now. And everyone's like, burn these. You need to burn them. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, not everyone can just afford to burn them. Like, not all of us are like Mrs. Aldean and Kim Kardashian. Like, not all of us can afford to burn our Balenciagas. So, like, I got to sell them. And then you guys can burn them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are welcome to burn them if you buy them at a premium price. <laughs> right. But nonetheless, everybody, thank you for joining us on another Crumb on Tap episode. Um, Megan, I wanted to like, you know, I don't do this often. Uh-oh. But I want to say you were right. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. I didn't even see it. Oh, my God. I'm not emotionally prepared <gasps> for that. Get start, Like, I know this is already recorded, but you might want to write this down in your diary. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, you were right. Okay. Our schedules might have been a little overbooked for Podmas this year because, um, I don't know if I, we could have done it. Like, I'm glad we didn't do Podmas because I'm like, we're barely getting these episodes out at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, well, I mean, I feel like what you said, it, it, like if we're doing like five minute episodes, but you said you wanted to reach a hundred. <laughs> and we would have to, okay. So is there even enough days in the month to reach a hundred? <laughs> Well, I totally forgot we had family coming in for the week. So, like, when was I going to have time to record every day, every single day of the week when Patrick's family is here? And, you know, like, we're struggling at this point to even get content, like, to research, to, like, figure out these episodes. Like, because, I mean, that takes a lot of time. Like, if people don't do podcasts, you got to, like, research what you're going to talk about. You can't just go on willy-nilly and, like, spend two hours researching while you're podcasting. Like, we got to have this information bullet points in and like ready to podcast when we record. Like, you know, we don't have time here to like <laughs> think about these, our research for like daily podcasting. So I'm glad in the end we didn't do Podmas. And I think it's, you know, people are getting more quality content now. And now that we have a stronger uh, Tapper fan base, I mean, we are still steady here at like, 300 listens per episode so hats off to us megan i mean we are killing the game and maybe it is good you know in the end that um we're putting out more quality content and i will say you were right mm-hmm. quality <laughs> versus quantity shamathy okay that's right <laughs> <laughs> so uh thank you guys again for joining us in another episode uh if you are new around here we are crime on tap your bi-weekly podcast giving you all the updates on crime um what's in the news what's happening um, and, you know, just things that we'd like to talk about. So every Monday and Friday, we're putting out episodes. Get on our Instagram at Crime on Top Pod. Be sure to following us for all the latest on the crime up, 
Crime on Tap news and slide in our DMs. Let us know what you're loving, what you're hating. And don't worry. It seems like you have no problem telling us what you're hating. So thank you for your criticism. <laughs> we love the hate comments. You know, keep them coming. Yeah, because <laughs> if people hate you, at least they're thinking about you. Right. At least they have something to say. You know, what mm-hmm. I always say is, you know, no bad publicity is, you know, so good publicity in my eyes. You know, we're still getting our name out there. So who cares? Yeah. So there you go. So we're winning. <laughs> we're winning. Um, now, again, if you're new around here, because we do have a new list, a lot of new listeners listening here on Come on Tap, you know, it's in our name. We are on tap. We'd like to have a little drinky drinky while we're talking about what's on tap today's episode. So, Megan, what are you drinking? Let's get into the pour before the four. I mean, that's what we call it usually, but we have one episode, one topic today. Yeah, because it's a doozy. It's a investigator. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to like whip through this intro because I'm like, we have so much to talk about here. So what are you drinking? Mm -hmm. So my usual Colombian coffee, but Mm -hmm. I do have a little snack that I wanted to share. It's disgusting (gasps) and um, I should be arrested. (laughs) No, but it's good, but it's bad. I love this. Usually I'm showing like my new snacks. (laughs) So I've mixed. So from my birthday, we still have some leftover Funfetti icing. Okay. Okay. Vanilla unicorn sprinkle. Wait, your birthday? Um, That was November 10th. Yeah. That stuff doesn't go bad. Wait, it's December. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe this is why it's not good. No, it's good though. And so I just, a little dab of it mixed with peanut butter and it's divine. Wait, what is it? Wait, funfetti? Peanut butter and frosting. (laughs) You have that in a Tupperware container? You're just eating it? Yeah. Why don't you like make some cupcakes and like top it or something? But then I got to make the cupcakes. I know. That's just so much work. Like, I don't (laughs) want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm sharing a hot tip with everybody. (laughs) If you want um, type 2 diabetes, then (laughs) this this is your way in. Well, well, it is lunchtime. So you're using frosting for lunch. But I've I've realized later in life, like baked goods... I'm honestly at this stage in life where it's like, just buy that shit because no one ain't got time to bake this stuff. A pie? Megan, I don't know if, if you knew this, but like the work that goes into making a pie, it, like I will spend $20 on a pie from like an orchard or something because at the end of the day, you would probably put $50 of not only materials, but your time into that pie. So uh, just buy that shit pre-made. <laughs> time is money. <laughs> time is money around here. <laughs> Oh, is that it? Yeah, so that's all I got. I got my concoction. So if you hear me, um, you know, smacking my lips like a dog because I'm eating peanut butter and frosting. I'm sure the the new tappers would love that. Yeah, I I am not going to change who I am. Okay, when I get big, I'm still me. I'm still disgusting. That's right. Well, uh, well, Megan, um, you might be a little jealous. I have a little Starbucks today. Let me just do. <gasps> What is all the, you know, I'm just a white bitch today. I got my Starbies. You know, it's Friday. Patchy went out this morning. He came back with a little Starbies, little something for me. Um, and I also have a little, what I'm loving, ASMR. Mm, mm. A little Starbucks glazed donut. So that's on my menu today. So hopefully you guys have a little drinky drinky. Uh, maybe it's alcoholic. Maybe you're listening to this episode late at night. Glo- pour a glass of wine. Or if you're uh, on your morning commute to work. Get a cup of coffee. Join us. Get a cup of coffee and um, peanut butter and donuts. 
<laughs> well, all right, Megan, now that we have your tricky trickies, let's get into mm-hmm. today's episode. On today's episode, and um, I want to preface this because um, I feel like Balenciaga was like really popping in the news lately. Like, you know, I feel like the Kardashians, like, I don't know if you watched the Kardashians, Megan, but the last episode of season two was all about Balenciaga. Like, it was just Balenciaga going to the couture fashion show, this and that, wearing Balenciaga. The relationship was so natural with the Kardashians. And now, like, nobody wants to be associated with Balenciaga. So, like, that's what we're talking about today. What's going on with Balenciaga and why, you know, I feel like both of us don't support cancel culture. But in this instance, I feel like it's appropriate. I know. When I'm, like, that type of person, when you throw in kids, when, you know, it's like, save the kids, it's like, okay. Right. I draw the line. like Yeah, the, the line has been crossed. And I think it's, uh, I, from your research, the, the Balenciaga's days were coming. And I think that today's the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've done a bunch of like shady, non-tasteful things. Like what is, someone said it's like their clothes look homeless, but they're expensive. Like mm-hmm. I remember one of the bags that they had that came out was just an Ikea bag. It was just like a, <laughs> yes. a blue, those blue bags. And it's like, okay. Right. I'll just go to Ikea and get one. <laughs> like, I got plenty here. You can just take one of mine. But yeah, I mean, they even did campaigns for like Lay's potato chips. You know, I understand fashion. I get the whole game. I understand sh- fashion shows, whatever. But like for the everyday person, I'm not walking around with a Lay's potato chip bag. Like, yeah. you know, I want something. I want a staple. I want a timeless piece, preferably something black. You know, something that I can wear today and like eventually passed down to my kids or something you know like a staple designer piece not a lace potato chip bag so that's just the start of that <laughs> yeah so basically what i'm gonna say is i'll say like the very basic present like the very basic summary because there are so many layers to this it's like yes. the, mm-hmm. basically the big outrage was was they did a photo spread involving children and Girl children. I don't think there are any boy children. Uh, there was, yeah. There was boy children? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I feel like the ones that are circulated are those two of the girl children. Yeah. Those are the primary ones. The one that girl, the little girl on it. Yeah. So they are holding bears that are dressed in assumed to be like BDSM, like gimp gear. Like bo- full on bondage, full straps, full leather, everything. Yeah. And, and also the, something that always irritates me that i see with like child stars and stuff like that is that they're not smiling they're you know they're not having goofy grins they're like these serious right. like demure faces which i feel like really <laughs> adults them and i just hate like i remember like millie bobby brown she you know being like fifth 14 15 whatever and mm-hmm. she's got like this like pout and it's like girl smile i know and especially these kids are so young like for them to not be smiling or, like, just having a good time during this photo shoot. I mean, could you imagine what they were saying to these kids behind the scenes on the shoot? Like, no smiling. Like, what could they be saying to them? Uh, or, yeah, or, um, like, oh, give us a sexy pout. It's like, don't don't say that. <laughs> but, <Prim>. yeah. <laughs> Winner's prim. And also in the pictures, there's, like, a lot of adult items. So, like, um, beer, champagne cigarettes mm-hmm. like stuff There's like, like wine that. glasses like alcohol yeah just very odd um objects surrounding these children yeah and we'll get into the objects oh there's mm-hmm. like dog collars and yeah. like just like 
a sh- very adult items surrounding a child wh- now, who, ha- Megan, who has like a very adult face. Yeah. Now this was their 2022 holiday campaign. I don't, I don't, I don't see these pictures screaming holiday. I'm not getting the holiday. I'm not getting, you know, Mariah Carey all on for Christmas here. I'm getting uh Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm getting um illegal, illegal child activity is what I'm getting. <laughs> I'm getting kitty porn, you know? Yeah. So I, I just wasn't getting the feel. And for me, like I wanted to know like who was behind this campaign. So apparently it was shot by this Italian documentary a National Geographic photographer, Gabriel Gallimperti. Okay, we know the, the hate comments coming for the pronunciations here. We get it. We can't <laughs> pronounce things. And apparently, Megan, I don't know if you found this in your research, but he this was his first fashion campaign. So apparently he doesn't do fashion. And this is the first time he's done it. And uh, I think it's safe to say it's his last time doing it. <laughs> well, it makes me interested because like, for you think for Balenciaga, they'd have like a big fashion like names. Why did they choose like this random guy that must I know. be like scapegoat maybe? Right. And I I mean, you know, I'm I'm a conspiracy lover, so <laughs> mm-hmm. now this campaign dropped on November sixteenth. So, you know, I guess it was right in time for the holidays, whatever. And then five days later, Megan, let's now get into this second campaign that he shot which was the 2023 spring campaign with partnership with Adidas. Um, And this was more of like an office environment feel. So in the beginning, Megan, I actually thought those court documents that came out were with the prior campaign with the kids, but it wasn't. It was in this different campaign for 2023. So Oh, that's interesting because I feel like all the like videos I've watched and stuff, mm -hmm. people make it sound like it was in the background of those specific photos. Right. Which... I feel like now that I know this information, that they were two different campaigns. And if you guys didn't know, in one of the photos in this 2023 campaign, it was an office environment. And there were Supreme Court documents showing a 2008 decision with U.S. versus Williams that examined child pornography promotion, that examined if child pornography promotion was protected by free speech. Those were in two different campaigns. So I feel like that makes it even worse. That like in one campaign, they're photographing these kids with BDSM bears. And in another campaign, they have materials showing more child pornography references. So after I learned about that, I was like, okay, that makes us a little bit more sus. Yeah, I feel like it takes a little bit of heat off of Balenciaga and puts it more on like the photographer himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so apparently in the, the, the children's shoot, it was all just the production company. Like they had full creative control. And then in the office shoot, apparently Balenciaga's team was on site to see what was going on there. But still, there's so many things that we're going to dive into here that are just so bizarre that I don't even think Balenciaga can like pass blame on anyone else but themselves because they are the brand at the end of the day. You know, they're the CEO, they're the boss, they're the manager. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that got to take blame for this. And at this point, it's just seeming like they're just pushing blame on others rather than accepting that, you know, they fucked up. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, they have a history of kind of having, like, poor taste in in <laughs> making, like, you know, oh, it's chic to look homeless. And it's like, okay, well, you guys have gazillions of dollars and these people are living on the street and they j- it's just, like, an aesthetic. Right. You know, like, oh, like, uh, child exploitation is just an aesthetic. <laughs> Which, well, um, 
it goes into the what they in the past they did do a there was a male model and he was doing a show and people were talking to him after and he had a baby with him with a bruised head like mm-hmm. that he walked with in a bag that had he didn't speak a lot of english so he kind of said he was like uh this bag for the baby <laughs> and um it was a like a stuffed bear or no it was i think it was a stuffed rabbit a binky and a blanket and they were covered in blood See, and he was carrying just... this bag yeah i mean but the thing is is that you didn't know what was in his bag like walking down like they didn't advertise it, it was when he and people were like oh what's in your bag what's in your bag and he opened it right so it's like what's the point of that yeah it's like those subtle like references that i feel like Maybe not Balenciaga's doing it, but, like, who's ever on creative, the creative team here are, like, putting those subtle references that are, like, referencing to, like, kitty porn and, like, sexualizing children, you know, that's where it's getting kind of fucked up. So, do we want to go into some of the things we saw in the photos and, like, dive into those, Megan? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the first one, we did talk about the court case already. That was in a photo. And on a separate table, there was uh, one of their bags. And under the bags was all of these scattered pieces of paper. One of them was a piece of paper that was titling um, this court case that I already talked about with child pornography, whatever. Now, Balenciaga goes to say that those were props and they were supposed to be just random pieces of paper. That's what they're claiming at this point, that that court case was not like specifically targeted and put there. It was just random props that were given to them. Now, whether that's true or not, I mean, you know, I feel like it's just too coincidental that 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 piece of paper was there and we were able to see it. So that was the first reference. Megan, did you now see the reference for the the tape? I have not yet heard about the (gasps) tape. Okay, so let me speak about this tape. So in some of the photos, like multiple photos, there's rolls of tape that only show the first four letters of Balenciaga. However, on the rolls of tape, they've spelt Balenciaga, B-A-A-L, and then Antiaga. I mean, if you guys know, Balenciaga does not have two A's in it. So B-A-A-L is sometimes referenced as Baal and is regarded as one of the gods of hell, according to Christian demonology. And most reference to the name point to a singular deity but in the Old Testament of the Bible, Baal is synonymously used with the master or Lord. Um, and it has relations to being like one of the gods of hell who accepts children as, what's the word? Sacrifice. sacrifice? As sacrifice. So, oh my God. Okay. This is so crazy. Cause I was, I've been watching a bunch of videos and there's this one guy who was talking about it in he was like, you know, the darkness is coming in. Like, you know, uh, we have to arm ourselves with God's light and all this stuff. I'm like, this guy is crazy. And then hearing this, I'm like, oh my God. He like, <laughs> I like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So, I mean, people notice this and I found this one tweet that show that says the brand name Balenciaga was chosen for a reason. The misbenelling Baal and Siaga was intentional. Both are Latin. Baal is the demon of child sacrifice. And then she has a screenshot here that has a Google translate of Baal and Siaga in Latin to English, where it means Baal is the king. And then she has another one that says Balenciaga, spelt normally, and the translation from Latin to English is do what you want. So just saying, 
<laughs> There's a lot more to Balenciaga like, that we don't know about. I feel like it. that's kind of like a cool Easter egg if it was like like in yeah. a horror movie, like right. not in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like that makes me think, okay, is there going to be a blood sacrifice of these kids <laughs> afterwards? It's like, right. Well, and I feel like we know we're starting to like have in the consciousness of that. And it's not even really like, it sounds conspiratorial, but it's really not. But Hollywood and like the elites, they're filled. I mean, Epstein proved this. They're full of disgusting child toucher abusers mm-hmm. fetishists fucking i don't know about satanists but maybe i don't know <laughs> but like i just feel like to be so flagrant with it like this it's like yeah are we slowly moving into where this is the norm mm-hmm. of of like hollywood and of the elites is just like oh my god i'm like fucking like illuminati <laughs> like oh my god i am out of control in my head right now <laughs> well i mean i feel like it shows that like once you have the power you can kind of put in these little signals. Do what you of, want. Yeah, do what you want. I mean, Epstein bought a whole island yeah. to fucking molest and rape girls. I mean, once you have the money, you can do anything you fucking want. And I mean, it is a big influence when these girls are with these men and they have a lot of money. I mean, at some point, it's like, am I going to sacrifice my morals in my body to uh, be with this person of power? Or, you know, do I like call the cops? <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm poor, but, you know, I never seen Old Navy do this shit. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I agree. So, Megan, do you want to go into one of the next symbols you saw? Okay. Well, I feel like I did not go as in-depth as you did. Because, like, I'm talking about symbols. I was like, (laughs) the dog collars. But the dog, I was like, that's gross. Uh, I didn't know you're fucking like Satan and like shit like this. I guess. Oh. I I feel like my research, I mostly just talk, like watch YouTubers talk about it. I feel like. But. um, Okay. Well, I got more signs here. Okay. Well, I'll just say those dog collars, they were like, like spiky and they cost $900. That's. (laughs) (laughs) They're so scary. They're so scary. It's like, ah. <laughs> All right, so one of the other symbols that was in these campaign photos was in another one of the 2023 spring collection. Uh there's a woman sitting in a chair and in the background are these books. Now, now on the books are different names of um authors, and one of the authors on the books was named Michael Bormans, and in some of his recent work Megan, mm-hmm. he has books showing naked toddlers, cannibalism, and demonic ritual rituals with severed limbs. So that was pointed out as well, and that was one of the things that people have noticed um, that this author's work is in the past showing children that are bloody and having limbs removed. So it's just another reference um, to child sexualization. Um, and this whole disgusting uh, environment that Balenciaga is like putting out these campaigns for. So, well, in there, I don't know if we're going to get into it later, but their big thing is that, oh my gosh, we didn't approve of this stuff. And there has been so many, like on TikTok, professional photographers coming out and being like, I, I've worked with fashion <laughs> brands before, and they're like, I mean, you have 15 people looking at one picture, dissecting it to make sure it's exactly what they want. Like, for, this stuff to just pass by like well also it's clearly on purpose like you could put any 
like for books like why not just put the classics like freaking you know shakespeare books and shit like why has it got to be this specific got yeah like in that like it's just it's all so there's no way it could be a coincidence it's like how does it all this stuff line up and Mm -hmm. and everything it's just well and then also like i feel like celebrities have been appropriately outraged but i feel like especially with kim's response it just seems so like tailored everyone's making tailored responses which like i don't know right if i was a celebrity like that i'd be like fucking swinging arms like okay who who can we sue who can we what do these children need like reach out to the parents of the children be like do you need me to pay for you know psychological treatment for them like you know i just right outrage Yeah, I mean, Kim's response was like, we're going to wait and see, which I think is appropriate. You know, wait until you find out all the facts before you make like an announcement or something. But I don't know. There's just too many things going on here where I'm like, Kim, I literally don't know if I could ever support you again if you continue to go along with Balenciaga. She has kids of her own. Mm -hmm. um, And the latest episode, uh, the most recent episode on the Kardashians, she's with Balenciaga and she has her daughter North there with Balenciaga. She's walking in the fashion show. And it's like, I don't know. Like, how could you in the future see this happening and then put your kids through that as well? So, you know, I like, you know, she's a lawyer. Kim's a lawyer. She is, like, being cautious and trying to figure out everything that happened before making an announcement. But it's like, at this point, I don't know how she could support them. And we're seeing a lot of celebrities, like, going around showing their distaste and uh disdain for balenciaga they're burning their stuff it's like okay yeah you're celebrities you can afford to burn it but like like me like who's gonna buy this stuff now and i don't i can't afford to burn it so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like okay but, um, yeah we get it's like a symbolic message but at the same time really what are you losing by burning stuff you can so easily replace that like right yeah what i'm just saying is then i need like, i need something bigger bigger on Thursday, Balenciaga filed a $25 million lawsuit against the production company North Six and the set designer Nicholas Des Jardins for these um, campaigns that they did. Now, so I mean, that, guess that shows that like Balenciaga is like targeting them. But I mean, already the brand has already suffered. The, the head guy, his name's Demna, which he's also in the recent Kim, Kim Kardashian episode he has been rescinded by the business of fashion for a prestigious award so he's not getting that award anymore the brand itself is kind of like not looking too hot um it doesn't look like they're going to be able to move past this um anytime soon and even the director the italian director that has never done a fashion campaign before he says uh nobody wants to be associated with my name because my name is associated with the word pedophilia everywhere. He said he's been working on personal projects for more than 25 years, and then everything is destroyed by this campaign. I'm not sleeping well. My com- my family's completely worried. Well, I mean, I think they should be. Like, how could you be overseeing <laughs> this project and not seeing there's a problem here? Right. Like, even if we're not getting into the crazy symbols, just the fact that children are surrounded by alcohol and BDSM doesn't... I feel like that's... Maybe that's even right. worse. Like, not that they didn't vet it, but that they did and that it didn't bother them. Like, I can understand, like, the subtle stuff, like, going past people. Yeah. But just, like, on the base level, like, someone's got to be like, right. yo, hold up. I feel fuck. I feel nasty about this, you know? Right. There's just so many satanic. What is it? Satanic? Satanatic? 
Satanic. Satanic, yeah. <laughs> There's just so many satanic references in these photos. I mean, the little rabbits are, I mean, they're not like cute little bunnies. They're like fucking, they got like rabies or something. Uh, <laughs> apparently there was also a reference to like, pa- like a reference to panda eyes, which I've been trying to look up the re- reference to panda eyes. And apparently it's like in correlation to like raccoon eyes. Um, when you get like dark circles around your eyes. And then Urban Dictionary had to take the meaning out because apparently too many people were submitting references of what it actually meant. I think it has something to do with also children and kitty porn and whatever. And then there was also references of a little boy wearing red shoes, which referenced something else that was like satanic. So there's so many like symbolic images in these photos that like are so hidden and subtle. But like, yeah, going back to the fact that like they had children holding bdsm bears in this kind of environment i think that's like the biggest thing here we're like i don't know how blunciago is going to get past that well and also i'm thinking about raccoon eyes like i feel like back back in the day it would be like oh a girl that wears too much eyeliner but i feel like now it's more related to drug use like that kind of like those dark eyes Mm. and that like empty stare i think is more of like how you look when you're drugged out i think don't quote me on that but i think that's kind of what it means now not like right. just too much eyeliner like it meant like when we I were think, in high school <laughs> you know, well i was trying to read the articles and none of the articles were really saying what it meant but i think that's what it means which still doesn't sit well with me like why would you want rabbits with raccoon eyes or panda eyes uh with children holding them like right. you're referencing drugs and all this stuff like i don't get it but i mean kind of that's all i had megan well, nonetheless, everybody, we thank you for joining us on another episode of Crime on Tap. We hope you enjoyed our little Balenciense. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Didn't Lizzo just make a song that's like, oh, walking in my Balenciense's. Oh, I guess so she's got to cut that. Like, Man, they they be really dissecting Lizzo's music. Remember that they were, they were telling her that she's too ableist and she had to take these lyrics out? <laughs> oh, my God. I know. It's like, or... Or Taylor Swift's anti-hero um, music video where she had the scale say fat and like it's fat phobic. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, she had an eating disorder. Uh, like right. she believed that. And as a fat person, I can say, yeah, sometimes I feel like the scale does say that. So I, she took that out of the music video and I don't think she should have had to. And I know I sound like Alexa right now, but I was, <laughs> I was offended that people were calling her fat phobic. Cause I'm like, she's sharing her insecurities and you're making her regret that like you fuckers okay anyway well i mean if you guys want more controversial of topics and opinions tune in to our next episode because i have a lots of comments on our next episode um and they might get a little controversial so stay tuned for that one uh but with that said megan i think we're gonna end it here we thank you guys for joining us uh be sure to follow us on our instagram at crime on tap pod tell us what you're loving what you're hating and slide in our dms and leave us more hate comments we'd love that yeah, absolutely. So make sure that you listen to us on Spotify, Apple, and the other ones. And share us with your family, friends, foes, hoes, and bros. And we'll see you guys next time. Where, where crime, crime is, is always, always on, on tap. tap. <laughs> 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 <laughs>